0: What's up, guys? Monero Mateo. Welcome back to another video. We are pumping this stuff out there, and I think our content is just so key. I mean, again, if you watch this channel, you're ahead of the curve. Monero first. It's going to be big. So thank you guys for tuning in and getting that. Our community is still small, but we're strong. I think we have a strong, intelligent, well-aware community here on the channel. So welcome, all the newcomers. Look at all these tabs I have open. These are all the videos that I'm working on at the moment. But today, I want us to talk about what is going on with this hack that happened a couple days ago on the Poly Network. You guys maybe heard about that. It was the biggest DeFi hack in history uh, $611 million. And we joked that a lot of people got DeFi, they got definanced. And uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the hacker is now looking to return a lot of these funds. One of the theories is because his funds got blacklisted, which we went over in our DeFi video and our concerns about that. I'll post that somewhere over there. I think that's the direction. Um, And, you know, he couldn't move his money off of these addresses because his addresses were identified. All the exchanges were notified. The miners were notified on all the networks. And they said, look, you can't mine these coins. You can't process the transfer of these coins. You can't cash out these coins. And so there's nowhere for him to go. He tried to actually deposit his tether onto a particular exchange. And we'll probably read that somewhere in the article. But uh, it was unable to be deposited because they were blacklisted. Now I think it was tether, which is very centralized, which we'll get to here in a second. But let's just go through some of, this, some of these articles. And then we're going to talk about the implications of this in regards to some things we're continuing to see in the news. This isn't a new development. This is Another development that is part of a long trend that is going on, which is getting worse by the day, of people in certain political affiliations getting censored, getting unbanked, and getting abused, really, by the federal government and the administration. And we're going to look at one particular person. I don't even know if you could say his name. He's sort of like Voldemort. He's sort of like General Jones, the man who is— Always telling you there's a war on for your mind, which indeed there is, which is why we are having this channel. But uh, yeah, he was unbanked, and the FBI stole $500,000 of his money. Because I guess there is some speculation that he is some kind of domestic enemy or some kind of uh, political dissident, which is dangerous. Uh, there is another term that I could use. Again, I don't know if YouTube censors that. We're living in this very uh, Orwellian-esque type of environment, so I'm unsure what I can say. I'll try to you know, communicate however it can so I don't get the eye of Sauron blasting on me. But that is a concerning development that we're going to link to this, and hopefully you guys can sort of get the connection I'm trying to make. Let me just make sure I'm still recording. Great. So the person who did this hack to the article uh, said that they did it for fun. They wanted to expose the vulnerability uh, before others could exploit it. Now, this is a reasonable argument. I mean, if you told somebody about this uh a defect in the system, how do you know that those people wouldn't take advantage of that defect, right? And so, one way to, I guess, get awareness of this is to take advantage of the defect yourself. But that is like super mega risky. Uh, that, that to me doesn't really make too much sense. So, I suspect that he just couldn't offload his funds, and so, you know, maybe he feels bad about robbing all those people, I mean, certainly he has a conscience, that's a lot of people, $611 million, I mean, that's a lot of people who just had their lives ruined, really, so maybe he's, like, having some regrets about it, so he's justifying it, whatever. And, uh, so... Elliptic, a crypto tracking firm, another tracking firm. Dude, we're going to make a video on all of these firms. We're just going to put together like a compiled database of all these firms because the list is just going exponential. Uh, It was always the plan to return the tokens, the purported hacker wrote. Well, clearly not because he gave some tokens away already, as we'll get to. Adding, I'm not very interested in money. Okay, well, maybe not. Could be the case, since he got into crypto early, if that's a, that's the situation. In a tweeted update, the team referring to the hacker as Mr. White Hat said, we look forward to Mr. White Hat returning all of the remaining user assets, stated by him. Well, you better, or else you guys are in you know, some trouble. Biggest cryptocurrency hike ever. Um, Yeah, yeah, we get all that stuff. So, they're talking about and law enforcement on him. The company posted a letter to Twitter asking the thief to establish communication while simultaneously urging them to give back the stolen assets voluntarily. The letter claimed that the two sides should work out a solution while also implying law enforcement would pressure the suspect regardless of where they are living. And we've talked about this. There's Interpol. There's FATF. There is uh, FATCA and the IRS, which operates through that. So there are international criminal organizations, which certainly take this stuff seriously. The amount of money you hacked is the biggest one in DeFi history. Law enforcement in any country, any country, will regard this as major economic crime and you will be pursued. Uh, it is very unwise for you to do any further transactions. The money you stole are from tens of thousands of crypto community members. So it is very unwise for you to do any further transactions. It just kind of sends some chills up your spine, doesn't it? Poly Network says a preliminary investigation discovered that whoever's responsible for the digital heist exploited a vulnerability. We're not too tech-savvy on all that stuff, so we don't really care. We're just looking at the other elements of this, which we want to connect. It was reported that shortly after the hack took place, the crypto company Tether froze. So you could have these funds frozen, even if they're in your wallet or your account. $33 million in USD tokens. So... There was a funny comment on this. Uh, he said, uh, froze as in centralized sh- uh, S coin. Uh, this wouldn't happen if it was a decentralized blockchain with proof of work. I mean, they can still obviously be blacklisted, bro. Get with the program. Uh, Forbes reports that blockchain based security firm Slow missed And guys, this is so key. Tune into this. This is crazy also put out a statement shortly after the breach that claimed to have the hacker's email address and IP address. And was trying to figure out additional clues that would put the person's, that would point to the person's identity. So, whoa! I mean, they can figure out a lot of stuff with their IP address. Now, who knows if this guy was using Tor and, you know, whether or not his IP was able to be scrambled. I'm not a professional on this stuff, so I don't know how much that even works. That's why I don't go on the dark web. Um, I don't trust these technologies that I don't understand, especially if I'm going to be interacting with a bunch of dangerous people. I'm good. But, uh, you know, they got his IP address and email, apparently. And we're going to take a closer look at this company later in this article. But, like, you know, somebody like this gets uncovered and unmasked. Like, that's pretty uh, that's pretty crazy. That makes sort of, um, you know, tech noobs like me want to go into Monero. You know, because I know the tech works. As far as I'm concerned, just based on the info which has flowed to the surface. uh, You know, it hasn't been hacked. It hasn't been compromised. There's been a few bugs which are being worked on right now, which is going to make the protocol that much more strong. But, uh, yeah, I mean, nobody's being tracked for this stuff. Nobody's having their IP addresses uncovered. So, that's fantastic uh, with Monero why we love Monero it's truly private it's sort of like there's going to be like a union between two different groups in the Monero community there's going to be like the super genius tech is because you look at the Monero reddit those people are like MIT PhD mad scientist level genius like these people are like your doctor evils except they're actually smart and crafty and they're not evil I don't know why I mentioned Dr. Evil, but like seriously, check out the Reddit. Like, these guys are smart. I mean, there's so much for me to learn, but there's going to be a union between these people and the people who know almost nothing but still want their coins to be private. And they know their coins are private because the IRS has yet to pay out that bounty. Nobody in the Merrill community, which are people who are, for the most part, very honest, very straightforward, uh, they'll tell you if there's a problem, they'll tell you what the problem is and, you know, the severity of the problem. what was the case with this most recent bug? And you can kind of trust their perspective. Unlike, well, well, we've got to that in another video. There was a problem in the Bitcoin blockchain a long time ago, and the developers didn't tell anybody about it. Now, they were able to fix it up, and uh, there wasn't a deeper issue which came out as a result of that. But, uh, you know, how much can you trust the devs? And we did a video on that called the Bitcoin point Bitcoin black pill. I need to slow down. My mind is racing right now. I just had some Chick Fil A, so maybe it's the sugar from that giant milkshake I just had. Dude, those things are so good. Have you guys tried the peach milkshake? If you guys have, would you leave a comment? I uh, I had the chocolate one. I always go with the chocolate. You know, the peach. It's just, do you want to take that risk? You just don't know. Okay. Anyways, so there's that. So. They know his IP address and his personal information and stuff. So that's quite something. So uh, we'll start right here. Zion and Sloma's Technology, a blockchain security firm based in China, said that it uncovered this information. In a blog post from Medium, the firm explained how the hacker executed the hack. Uh, you know, they exploited something in the code. Here is a report from CypherTrace, which reports hackers have stolen at least $474 million. And as cybercrimes proliferate, New Securities and Exchange Commission Chair Gary Gensler said it's time to place protections around the cryptocurrency market. So we went over this also. The fact that this is taking place now is very subopportune. Sorry, buddy's calling me. And uh, because the bill is now going to the House, and it wasn't amended in the Senate with the certain um, specifications making a broker defined specifically as an exchange rather than miners, proof-of-stakers, node operators, everybody like this, people involved in DeFi, which is one of the main targets in the crosshair there, uh, this is going to make it that much harder to politically justify an amendment. And if it is justified, people are going to stuff a whole bunch of stuff into the amendment saying that, well, we have to do it along with all this other stuff. Like Shelby tried to introduce $50 billion to the amendment, which, you know, Bernie Sanders shut down. But we'll see how it turns out. We'll see how it turns out. Uh, yeah, crypto space largely unregulated, so they're coming after it to regulate it. So there's that. And so, guys, I wanted to get into the deets a little bit in regards to this company that I found, Slow Mist. It's a Chinese company. And let's just look up the Slow Mist. Uh, We'll go to the website here. So, customers, we have served exchanges, wallets, blockchains, tokens, and dApps. So, check this out. Check out all these services they provide, blockchain security, smart contract security audits, hacking time, uh, defense deployment, and all this stuff. I haven't gone through all of this, but uh, yeah, they're figuring all this stuff out. There's a whole industry which is being born as a result of crypto and its public blockchain uh, surveillance vulnerabilities. And again, we're going to make a video just databasing all of these companies so that people can be aware of just how little is going to be able to be kept private on a lot of these networks. So I found one thing that was particularly interesting. It was the asset abnormal monitoring and tracking solution right there. Cold asset security solution. You guys could look into all this stuff. It's just interesting to me. Um, but... What is this? Is this what I No, here we go. I don't know why Russell Crowe is right there. Shoot, where'd I uh I don't know, just be patient with me. I, I forgot where it was I was. I had something pulled up. Skip the video if uh I'd take too long to do this. I think it was this one, but we'll go into Yeah, so so check this out. To monitor the wallet address balance or transaction on the blockchain, you can build a full node on the public chain or you can use a data subscription service provided by a third party. The monitoring logic can be monitored according to balance sheet changes or according to transaction granularity, sending reminders for each on-chain transaction of the target wallet address. So basically what they can do is they can set up an alert that says please alert whoever is in coordination with this business whenever there is a transaction which takes place with this wallet so if the feds come to you and they're like hey uh, according to our uh, data you have a bunch of bitcoins on this address you're going to need to pay unrealized capital gains tax on that or you're going to maybe need to give these up to the authorities because the bitcoins are tainted and you got these from you know, somebody who shouldn't have had them in the first place or got them through on uh, or illegal means, right? And so we're going to need those Bitcoins back. And then if you're like, no, sorry, not my wallet, or I don't know the password or something like that, then they're going to put a monitor on the wallet. And if there are any funds which move from that wallet, uh, they're going to know it's you. And They're gonna know that you lied because you said oh, I couldn't get into my wallet Sorry, I forgot the password or I'm just not gonna give it to you And if you don't give it to them, but you say you have it then they're just gonna take you away They're gonna put you in jail or something Um, so There's that Or, or you can just say it's not your wallet, but then again With all of these tools that they're going to employ They're probably gonna be able to have a high level of confidence that it's your wallet especially if these wallets are interacting with corporations like uh, Apple or Amazon which require you to submit your email address and submit your name and your uh, real physical address in many cases. And maybe they have other data on you and maybe they're working with Google behind the scenes so they can figure out which cell phone is yours, where you have been, uh, you know, what Bitcoins have been shopping for, for what on the internet and where those goods have been shipped to and if those things are in alignment then it's probably your wallet. Like Just just think of all of the networks which are building behind the scenes, and you could probably imagine they could figure out a lot, a lot, right? I mean, my brother, he uh, he's big on this Snowden stuff. Like he is going into a part of the government. I can't even tell you because he's in that part of the world, right? And uh, he reads all these books about how to basically get off the system and get off the grid, and uh, he's very smart about uh, Not giving his information out and stuff like that. He's completely the opposite of me. Obviously, I'm Advertising for Monero, but my face is literally on the internet. So probably not the greatest thing, but you guys need somebody like me that's fine, but The books that he reads tells you all of these websites websites you haven't even heard of before dozens of them that have everything about you on them address posts you've made on social media from social media accounts that maybe you've deleted long since, uh, different addresses you've lived in, uh, just a crazy amount of data is out there. You'd be so shocked. And these websites, they contract with different uh, background check companies, maybe different intelligence agencies. And so, you don't think that all of these webs are going to connect together and integrate into these public blockchains to figure out all this stuff? I mean, Let's not be uh, naive ladies and gentlemen. Let's not be naive So to move on from that rant (laughs) and guys, please let me know if you have more uh, Information regarding any of this stuff you have your own thoughts on this stuff and you're quite sophisticated in regards to technology and to Off-grid surveillance and privacy protection and all that kind of stuff. Please leave comments We'd love to hear from you the community would love to indulge in that info so personal needs can monitor the wallet address through a block explorer such as Etherscan. And with Etherscan and uh, block analysis or whatever that other website is for Bitcoin, it's like, yeah, you can find out how much money people have just with the elementary level of understanding that somebody like me has. Like we were looking at Stefan Molyneux recently and he's got his Bitcoin address posted publicly and you can find other YouTubers who do the same. And you could take that address and... You could paste it into one of these uh, websites which show you their balance, their transaction history, who they've transacted with, and you could take those wallet addresses that were transacting with that wallet and you could type that in and you could figure out some pretty interesting things. And uh, that can take no time at all. And all new, by the way, well, we don't need to say that. I'm not trying to you know, out anybody or anything like that. You guys can look all that stuff up. And at the same time, meet the monitoring and customized alarm functions. Uh, Watch, wallet. Okay, so it goes on. So the team's needs are recommended to find technical engineers to build monitoring system based on message queues and a customized alarm system, such as mail, Slack, corporate, WeChat, and other push channels so that the stability and availability of the system are more guaranteed. So again, they're going to be integrating a lot of this stuff. And at some point, it's going to be like an artificial intelligence thing that calculates and tracks everything without the necessity for human oversight, potentially. And if they are able to put in certain protocols and certain rules where people who have certain associations with certain language and certain groups... Uh, You know are to be more Tracked or to have their coins more probabilistically blacklisted than other people's coins and this is another Note that I made on my Twitter Nobody really commented on it and just let me know what you guys think I, again I'm getting like super conspiratorial, but again I, in this world that we live in I don't see why that is a problem while that's unreasonable. I used to be not that conspiratorial, but I mean, dude, look at everything that's happened, right? So just imagine this. Just imagine that the people in charge of these public blockchains they have to tow whatever line that they need to tow in order to just get by in this new, brave new world that we're moving into. And the people who don't they may have a financial incentive to blacklist their coins, And to make the argument that, oh, these people are, you know, uh, enemies of the state or something. These people are uh, working with different groups which are on certain lists, right? And so maybe we need to blacklist their coins. You can't mine these coins. You can't facilitate the processing of these coins. And so those coins are taken out of circulation. And so that reduces the liquidity pool. And because that reduces the liquidity pool, the amount of coins that the people who do toy the line have left are increased in value because there is less liquidity in the system. And so if people are spending less coins, that is to say that they can't exchange their coins for goods or they can't just offload their coins in general. They can't sell. Well, that could push up the price of the asset, right? Just some thoughts. All right, So this is just more stuff that you could go to and the tracking under the blockchain This is an idea that was new to me, but this is how they figured out the IP address in the email of this Hacker off-chain tracking mainly refers to information that has nothing to do with blockchain Such as email account numbers IP addresses device fingerprints and other information After these clues are obtained based on the on tracking on chain tracking the relevant platforms can be further used to analyze and collect evidence on off-chain information. Right, so it's going to become an integrated system of surveillance. It's going to become an integrated system of surveillance. Now, maybe social engineering means something different here, but that gave me the spooks. <laughs> it said, off-chain tracking mainly uses social engineering and search engine technology to find relevant information in the massive data of the internet. Yo, I mean, that's just like, whoa. Whoa. No, thank you. <laughs> I, Monero, please. Like, come on. You can't tell me you read that and you were like, yeah, that sounds fun. Nah, not me. So let's go back and read this story about America First Fuentes. A Fuentes. Based Fuentes. $500,000 stolen from his bank account by the, the Bureau 23-year-old host. I mean, bro, just quick question. Nice, $500,000 in your bank account. 23 years old? He's killing it right now. I do wonder how it is he got all that cash. Maybe it's all from donations. People love this guy. He's one of the only people in the space saying what it is he's saying, which is why he's getting banned everywhere. Maybe that's why he has so much money it's because he has a very loyal backing. You know he's saying things that a lot of people aren't allowed to say. and If you say them, you get banned. You get unbanked, you get your job taken away from you, and bad things happen to you, as bad things are now happening to him. So that could be why. I wonder how much he has in crypto, and I wonder if there are firms like Slow Mist already on the scene working to figure out how it is they can blacklist his coins. Figure out what wallet is his, figure out what coins he has, what the signature is, the hash, or whatever. And make it so that he can transact those coins, right? This would, in my imagination, be a prelude to that. But we will see what happens. He described how he was first alerted when his bank card was declined. He then learned his checking account was drained with almost $500,000 gone. So I'm curious what bank he used. It's probably like Bank of America or something. Probably one of these. Banks that he, as a taxpayer, helped bail out. Well, he was younger, but it's cool, right? Like, you're a taxpayer, and conservatives contribute a lot to the economy. In most cases, conservatives are farmers. Conservatives are the people working at the factories. Conservatives are the people who are making the things in society move. And these people are paying the taxes to bail out the banksters, and then those same banksters are saying, no, you can't bank with us. So that's not really fair, is it? But that is what's happening. It's corporate socialism. That's what it is. It's private profits and socialized costs. Socialized costs paid for by the people who in many cases don't get anything back for the money that they put into the system. Not only that, but their unborn children are now saddled with trillions of dollars of debt that they didn't even consent or sign on to, but they will have to pay for over the course of their lives assuming that the system stays intact, which is now a, uh, a, cont- a contentious question. Uh, two weeks later, he says the bank provided numbers for attorneys working for the Department of Justice. From this, he gathered he was under investigation by the FBI. So, really, guys, I mean, w- what's happening is he is a political dissident, and they are stealing his money, taking his rights. I mean, he wasn't allowed to fly planes a couple months ago. I think he was put on a no-fly list or something to that effect. So, as far as I'm concerned, he hasn't done anything illegal. And if you actually listen to him, I'm not sure what it is he says that is actually that incorrect. And if you guys think there's something incorrect that he talks about, please let me know. But I'm just telling you from my perspective, there's nothing that he says which at least warrants what happened to him by the FBI or what the airlines have been doing to him or what these social media platforms have been doing to him and kicking him off. What has he been saying that has been so factually incorrect and consciously misleading? Can you prove he was consciously lying about some of the things that he was saying? I don't think so. I don't think so. And a lot of this persecution against him and a lot of the people who are listening to him and just saying, hey, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Like, cool, America maybe should be a more Christian country. Maybe we shouldn't put up with degeneracy as much. Maybe we should focus on manufacturing again and not shipping all of our jobs overseas. Like, why is this kid who's, who's like 22, 23 years old and if you look at his stature, you know, he he's not exactly the type of intimidating guy you would think would be, you know, about to be shipping out to Afghanistan or something. Like, you know, it's just unreasonable what is happening to this guy. And if the, it can happen to him, who's to say it can't happen to me or it can't happen to you or it can't happen to any of us? And this ties in to the surveillance coin system where everyone's just worried about making money. Everyone's just in on the fix. And I was retweeting today a quote by Mr. Wonderful, Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank, and he's just like, Peter Schiff, get over your obsession with gold. Get into Bitcoin because the gains are massive. And he's like, the only reason I'm in Bitcoin, well, because it's gaining. We're making hella money. It's like nobody even cares about the freedom element of this. Nobody cares about the tech. Nobody cares about the implications of defeating a global monetary system which impoverishes billions of people and destroys civilizations. Like, no, it's just we're getting gains. That's cool. That's what it's all about. That's satanic, ladies and gentlemen. With everything going on right now, we need free money. And not free money in the Andrew Yang, Bernie Sanders type way. We need money that is free, that allows us to transact with each other, no matter who we are, no matter what color our uh, skin is, no matter what orientation we come from, no matter what our political beliefs are, we can transact, and we can do it freely without having to worry about somebody trying to censor us, especially in this crazy day and age where everything is being politicized, everything is being censored. We need freedom. And that's what Monero grants us. And you listen to people like Michael Saylor, he's just like, yeah, is too good, it goes too far. It's like... Dude, like, not based, super beta, okay? Anyone who's like, you know, I, I like Monero, it's just too private, beta. <laughs> it's just Bitcoin, is just going to be more accepted by the government, like it's going to, beta. Okay, we need some alpha chads entering the chat. We need some people who are like, okay, we have a serious problem with society, let's get Monero and let's get out of the system and let's start to build our own networks of transacting with each other. Because these people aren't going to let us do it. They don't like us, and they want to destroy our civilization. They want to destroy our culture. They want to demean our God. This is not okay. This is not okay. We need freedom. It's not about the gains. Let's not be sold out, ladies and gentlemen. Because at the end of the day, your soul is what matters. And the future we pass on to our children is what matters. It's not about just gaining in the moment so that, what, we can go party in El Salvador, get a grip, okay? The America First host is not the only one targeted by the FBI post-January 6th. Yes, there have been many others. Many are rotting in solitary confinement. They haven't had a court date yet. Sorry, it, it gets me fired up. Lord forgive me. It's just, in this day and age, sometimes I really can get more fired up than I should. But I have to remember that the Lord is in command. He's in control. He's still on the throne. Everything is happening for a reason. This is a time of testing. This is a time of challenge. And we have to live up to it. And let's never forget that as much as it may seem that things are heading in the wrong direction, they're heading in the right direction. Okay, we are called to this moment to, to act with courage. And to speak the truth and to try to preserve our rights and preserve our freedoms so that we could pass on a world to our children that allows them to be truly human and not be a machine and not be a self-censored rat in this hapless system of tyranny. I could go on, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, that's all I wanted to say. We'll go full screen now. Do, 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 do. Man, I started this in a good mood. (laughs) I had Chick-fil-A. I had my chocolate shake. I don't know what you guys get from Chick-fil-A. I always get that spicy deluxe chicken sandwich. And the thing with me is, like, I like the uh, pickle juice, but I don't like the pickles. That didn't sound right. (laughs) I like... um, yeah, just the texture of it. That didn't sound right either. <laughs> but no, it's uh, this stuff is really important, okay? This stuff is like super duper important. And we need our free market economy back. And the only way that we can make that first step to get back there, I believe, is to have free market money. Which means gold, which means silver. We are big fans of gold and silver here on this channel. Gold and silver are more fungible than Bitcoin, are they not? And Monero. Monero is the best digital currency that's out there. Yes, they have a bug that they're trying to fix. But after that, it's going to be better than ever. You can believe it. And a lot of other folks that watch this channel, they're super into Monero and Pirate Chain. And, you know, that's all well and good. Or, sorry, uh, Pirate Chain, Darrow, Haven, and some of these other privacy oriented cryptocurrencies, which is fine, which is dandy. We're not really big on Dash and Zcash. Zcash came out with a statement yesterday And they released a new wallet, and this new wallet has privacy capabilities, which allows it so that you can uh, be totally private uh, with the wallets. But you have to opt into the wallet, which means that privacy is still optional at the end of the day, which means it's not totally private. So there are issues with that. You need privacy on the protocol level, which is important to understand. Bitcoin is trying to achieve privacy so that they can ultimately achieve fungibility But it's not on the protocol level. On the protocol level, it's a transparent blockchain. And unless they go through a lot of political chicanery there in the development mining node system and the government structure in order to make that huge shift, which will probably require a hard fork, excuse me, I don't see that happening. So it's always going to be a surveillance coin. As much as they try to introduce some of these second-layered protocols and some of these second-layered solutions to try to fix that privacy problem, I'd rather just go with Monero guys just Monero fixes this Monero first Let's get the word out of, about Monero like Monero is just so key. It's so it's so awesome dude Monero Just think about it Monero 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 We need to talk more about Monero on these social media webs because everyone's talking about Bitcoin It's come like this new fad. It's uh, Well, of course, it's a fad everyone's getting rich But uh, yeah, that's all I have to say for this video folks If you have any comments about any of this stuff we went through a lot Please comment. Please uh, give me your thoughts. I'm interested in hearing from you. Like the video. Share the video if you thought it was important. Subscribe. We have a lot of great content coming out that uh, uh, I think you'd be very fascinated in. Our people are way ahead of the curve on this channel. And it's completely free, which is awesome. But if you are inclined to donate, you can uh, check out my addresses in the comment section below for Darrow, Monero, and Pirate Chain. Those are the only cryptos that I accept. And that being said, guys, Manero and Mateo, follow me on Gab, Twitter, and Rumble and Odyssey. Check me out on uh, those latter two, especially because, you know, if something happens with YouTube, uh, Odyssey is the way to go. Maybe not even Rumble, because Rumble is paying people who, well, we'll go into that in a different video. They're better than YouTube, but Odyssey is ultimately the best. They're awesome. So, that being said, God bless, ladies and gentlemen, and have a wonderful day.